0: You're paws off me, you damn dirty ah! I've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. Frankly, right here, yeah, I don't you give it. a damn. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. I drink your milk. What we've got here is failure to I'm ready for my. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Cinefleck. I am Ethan Colburn.
1: And i am claire curtis
0: welcome back uh this is episode 51 this yes. is my birthday episode your
1: birthday episode Woo.
0: so this is coming out on like the 27th
2: mm-hmm.
0: no nope. 22nd what yes. nope. <laughs> this is the no of the night um my birthday is the 25th so this is my birthday yes. week episode Oh, Our God. guest today is Paige. She's here for the intro. Hello. Paige,
1: Paige is here.
0: here and in the same room as me. This is crazy. Yes.
2: <laughs> crazy. How are you? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs>
0: so crazy. So crazy. How are you? I'm
2: good. I'm good. Thank are you. Are you in a good mood? Yes.
0: The movie puts you in a good mood, doesn't it?
2: It does. It does. It always does.
0: It always mm-hmm. does. Um, before we get into the movie fully uh let's just say yes thank you to our patrons yes steven griffin sydney Jaden, zach and isaac uh, if you mm-hmm. want to become a part of our patreon uh and have some really fun chats with us on our every other week film club uh go to patreon.com slash check that out uh drink recipes on my Instagram at pod and at on Instagram and at Santafle on Twitter. Did I do that? Okay.
1: That sounded great. And I will add, I'm gonna add a thing that I just thought of. Add a thing, please. <laughs> if you want to support the podcast, but you can't do a Patreon right now, you can also like and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can share the podcast on your Instagram or Twitter or anywhere Always on social helpful. media always so so helpful so help us
0: <laughs> help us help me help. help you help me that wasn't a very good topic. i apologize
1: no it was it was good it was fine i liked it okay good um
0: so <laughs> okay
1: singing yeah. in the rain
0: we're all here You're for singing this. in the rain this is great we did it um we did it we watched it uh, <laughs> Claire, this is your first time seeing this movie. This is like one of like, this, this yeah. is probably like the big, I mean, it's probably like the big Hollywood musical. Is there like, like what mm. were your just overall impressions? And then we can dig into the nitty gritty of it.
1: <laughs> um, my overall impressions, the first thing I kept going back to is, and I talked about this on the climax episode where like, I have certain movies that I watch where I'm like, oh God, like, I'm glad I don't do dance anymore. And this this movie is like the antithesis of that. In that yeah. I was watching Gene Kelly tap dance, and I was just like, "God damn, I wish I was still doing that." Like I loved doing tap, and it was so fun. And I was like, "I want to do that," and I know I can't do that anymore. So that made me a <laughs> little sad. But
2: <laughs> Gene Kelly is just amazing up there. Oh He's my so God. yeah, he just it's effortless.
0: Every it time, so, so good. Every time I finish this movie, I'm. I literally like try to tap dance around my house and I can't,
1: like, that's literally every,
0: <laughs> without fail, every time I finish, it, I'm like soft shoeing it all around, you know, and I'm just, like, oh, it's just not, it's not working. It's really not working. No. And, um, but it's hard.
2: No. I'm not sure all those hand movements are going to come out on the
0: audio. <laughs> oh, but... yeah, yeah, all the <laughs> hand movements like, I'm doing.
2: You know, Jeff, all I yes. do
0: is dream of you the whole night through. Yeah, so it's, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> this Only is for you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm here for it.
0: Yeah. No, it does. It makes you want to dance. It really makes you yeah. want to dance. And he does a great job at like doing these very complex movements and making it effortless.
2: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm
1: absolutely there's a great like fluidity to it all which like obviously comes from being like a very talented dancer like that's I would argue that's not something like anyone can really just like pick up and I think that was the other thing that made me like weirdly nostalgic for like two things that I don't like, which is, like <laughs> older movies and like good <laughs> musicals which are both things that I don't usually enjoy <laughs> so know, I heard- but I'm you've so converted me because you did it a little bit <clears throat> just a little bit and I knew you would take great pleasure in hearing that so I wanted to get uh, it out of the way early on uh where <laughs> you
0: crush my dreams yeah
1: yeah uh <laughs> but I just I don't know like obviously we get musicals now like I mean we've talked about it a lot on the podcast of like is La La Land a musical or not blah blah blah, blah but like That's the most modern comparison I can really think of where you're getting the dance and the singing combined in certain Mm -hmm. elements. And like, I really just, and I mean, we're getting in the Heights this year, but like, that's not as common of like a film type anymore, but like it watching this made me wish there was more of that because I think it's like a really unique skill set that we don't see all the time anymore of like these actors who are like good at acting in that like you are engaged in their character and then all of a sudden they're singing and they're great at singing and then on top of all that they're doing dance moves that like not everyone can do so you're like oh shit like this is where triple threat really comes from like these are dope yeah
2: it's like we had the Fred Astaire and Gene Kelly, Shirley Temple's like all of those people, mm-hmm. and now we just don't see that combo anymore.
0: Well, and that's why it's yeah. so good to get a film like Cats, where you're like you really get the singing and the uh-huh. dancing and just everything together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: everything really comes together, you know. No, I think this. I think this film like captures like peak just escapist cinema. It's just mm-hmm. it's
1: escapist. Yeah, it's
0: a fantasy. It's really fucking fun.
1: Definitely. And I think, I think you see that, especially in that really long number they do near the end where Gene Kelly's kind of like singing and like, you're seeing him, like what he's imagining for the movie mm-hmm. rather than like, so like we texted about it, like the movie within a movie. And like, I think that's like the perfect example of like them kind of showing like, oh, look how in depth into a movie you can become. Like you're in a movie yeah. within another movie now. And like, Yeah, It it still has that charm and that, like, energy to it. So that, like, even though I did say, like, why is this so long? Uh, (laughs) I still was, like, really interested in what was happening. And, like, I was having a great time because, like, the costumes and the set design and, like, the dancing and the singing, it all comes together into this, like, amazing moment. And you're like, damn, this is, like, so good. It is. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I
0: think you're getting a good point where, like, low-key, if there was... If there was like one thing I could change about the movie, mm. it would be just cutting that number. Even mm-hmm, if yeah. even because it's good. I mean, it is good. It's just like the context of it within the plot is like, hey, would this work in a movie? Here's yeah. a 12 minute number. And then he's like, Right. Hmm, maybe that wouldn't work in a movie. I'll have to think about it. Resume the plot <laughs> you just picked I up know. on. And I- it's like, and it's like, um,
2: well. Yeah.
0: Like it's a cool number, but like they could have just put it as like a real in front of any so, other movie, and it would have made just as much sense.
2: So I've seen this film a lot. Yeah, like a lot, a hmm. lot. Like, like I've seen it a lot with Ethan. I've seen it a lot with my dad. I've seen it at the Stanford Theater, and it's just um, anyway. I've seen it a lot, but but every time that scene comes on, I I roll my eyes and I sit back and I just, <laughs> like think of something else because it's just. I don't know what it, I love the whole movie. It's just that one scene. I just want to get out. Like, I I don't know. It's just yeah, it, it has nothing it is, to do with the rest of what was going on. And and I feel like it's it's so um, I mean, all of it is staged, but it's so staged mm-hmm. that I just I don't know. I have an aversion to it. I mean, to you be fair, that. like they got what was that dancer's name? The, Sid Cherise. They got Sid Cherise. Was she like, a great
1: dancer, though? So she was
2: so good. Yeah, she's great. A, but, like, if you get Sid Sharice, like, just, like, keep her on screen as long as you can. <laughs> it's amazing. So, this, so is, I understand that. But, like, at the same time, had nothing to do with what was going on.
1: So, this
0: is Sid Sharice's big break. Um, oh. Debbie Reynolds was, like, honestly worked her ass off to, like, dance in this movie. Because she had, did no dance training. And she wow. freaking slays it. Yeah. And uh, apparently just, like, worked long hours. and was, like, she said... The two most painful experiences in her life were giving birth and acting <laughs> and singing in the rain. So, like, she okay. she like she gave it her all. But mm-hmm. they, they they decided for that dance number specifically to cast someone else because they thought like we'll just cast a professional dancer and this will go smoother. Anyways, mm-hmm. but this movie made like both of their careers. Where like so, Ted Charisse, uh starred the next year in the movie that like really kind of propelled her into fame, the bandwagon opposite Fred Astaire. So she got to act in uh, opposite Gene Kelly and Fred Astaire back to back years. And then, um, and then Gabby Reynolds obviously became a household name after this as well. Um, Yeah. But uh, I, I I mean, Gene Kelly, this was really like kind of peak Gene Kelly. Mm. Like he, he was known, I think, I, I think I think those are the two kind of careers that launched. And then obviously like, Rita Moreno really got her moment eight years later in West Side Story, which is, you know, I mean, it's 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 fun to see her pop up in this. Apparently she had like a real number that got cut, which you could sort of
1: Aww.
0: picture here. But uh, yeah. because it, it sort of seems like she's a more important character than the time that she's given on screen. It's cool that you get Debbie Reynolds and Said Charisse at such like a kind of crucial moment in their careers because they're both freaking awesome. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I have a crush on Debbie Reynolds now. Um, Yeah, she was so cool, and it was fun seeing her like so young because like all I knew her from really before this was the Halloween Town movies. So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, she's nineteen here.
2: That's so young.
0: Yeah. Oh it's crazy. God.
2: Wow. What did wow. I do when I was 19?
0: Well, <laughs> Not that. Date me. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, should I, should I open my present? I'm just kind of staring. At the box <gasps> Let's here. do
1: it. Yeah. Okay.
0: So the context for the listeners is that Clara <laughs> sent me a present and
1: yeah.
0: Clara works for target. And I was like, Oh, it's a target box. Is it from Clara? And Clara's like, please don't associate me with a brand.
1: And then you just did it again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then I just did it in front of her hundreds of listeners. Okay. So now I'm opening the box.
1: This is so exciting. Paige knows what it is.
0: So exciting. What is this? (gasps) Saturday night. What? Saturday night. (laughs) live from new york the saturday life the game oh yes
1: god. i okay yay <laughs> <laughs> this is so exciting that's awesome
0: what how does it even work <laughs> oh my god this is uh, so fun
1: i think so what happens is is you draw a card and like you get one of their like really popular skits and then one of the people who drew the card has to like, like doesn't know what the skit is, so like, you're all I, acting out this skit. I have oh, to act out so
0: SNL fun. skits for people. This is like, yeah, my, this is like what I do anyway.
1: This oh is
2: God, such exactly. a nice present. Oh, that'll be so fun! If they Yay, can yeah. the yeah. yes,
0: oh my gosh, Clara, this is so awesome. I'm so excited for this.
2: It's an awesome gift. I'm
0: I'll so love. happy
1: it worked out well.
0: Yeah,
2: birthday
1: episode,
2: birthday <laughs> episode. <Happy>
0: birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah we are also um so our drink this week is uh yes. clara bow which is really fun because okay so my thinking with this this is this is kind of like a it's kind of like a long connection but okay so mm. so it's a drink invented by lynette Lin- marrero where she she did this like um she did this master class where she like teaches a bunch mm-hmm. of drinks and she named this drink the 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 Clara Bow, but um, also it shares a name with you. So that's, that's lovely. And, and, uh, but but the connection, which is what I was thinking, because I had, I made this drink recently and I really liked it. And Clara Bow was one of the first talkie stars. And this movie is all about the transition (gasps) from silent film to sound. So Clara Bow was um, her, her first big movie was a movie called it where and so and so that's why she was then forever known as the it girl and so and so to this day like she's the person that coined the term it girl because she was in a movie and then and and then and then after that everyone was looking for quote the next it girl i love that so much (laughs) anyway so we're drinking drinks called clara bows which are yes very tasty very tasty. It's like, mm-hmm. it's got elderflower. I made grenadine with pomegranate syrup, which was with pomegranate juice, like mm-hmm. cooked over a stove, which was lovely.
2: It's uh, so fancy.
0: Yeah. It turned out very it, well.
2: It kind of like when you sip on it, you taste all the flavors um, individually, which is really nice. But then if you, if you think about it, it kind of tastes like peach in a funny way yeah like um just the combination kind of tastes like um like a high chew peach like peach flavored high chew i yeah i don't know what it is that makes it taste like that but i can say that with like the the elderflower sort of
0: lighter and then you got like the sweetness and the Mm -hmm. sort of yeah sort of depth of the Mm -hmm. the depth of the bourbon briefly tell my story to make it about me again yes because it's my birthday episode it's your
1: birthday episode so
0: I, I worked at the Stanford theater. I've talked about this where I, like, I worked at this movie theater that played classic movies. And like my first, my first day that I was working there, I, I, I started there during this day that we were playing singing in the rain. And like, at one point they were like, Hey, you you can go in and monitor the movie, which I was Ah. like, monitor the movie. And they're like, yeah, just make sure like people aren't like throwing popcorn. I was like, okay. I remember specifically like hanging out sort of, especially just in the middle of that movie and seeing the singing in the rain number with like 500 people in the theater. And you're just sort of like, this is so, this is so cool that I like, I work here and I get paid to like watch singing in the rain with a bunch of other people and just like.
2: Yeah. And it it really, it really adds a lot to the experience as an audience member too. Like Mm. I I see a lot of those films with, dad or with you like we had a lot of dates there but um and it really does just change the experience in in a big way
1: totally yeah yeah
2: you're kind of I don't know it's something like you're transported maybe back into the time Mm. and into a place where it was meant to be seen like people weren't really meant to see these on their you know laptops um yeah, just being there with a big crowd of people and like a grand cinema with like a with like velvet seats and the whole like shebang, it just really has Yeah, something. I, know, it's oh, so I love that. It's so fun. Yeah, you'll have to come check out the Stanford Theater sometime. No, I really want to. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, oh, I, will yeah. sure. I will take yes. you for sure. I will take you. this is a funny um little thing. Um, so back in the day when um when we were going to go to prom, I was, um, so like I, I made this whole thing where I was like, oh, like Ethan will ask me and I'll ask Ethan like, (laughs) um, and so I, I actually emailed the Stanford theater before he worked there or anything. And I was like, Hey, could like, can we we put something on the marquee that says like, will you go to prom with me? And then like walk up to it. And whatnot but they were like no sorry <laughs> and i was like this is the, the thing it's ever the very
0: particular about it. Yeah.
2: But anyway, i tried
0: you did try you did a I, th- job. I still think
1: it's a darn cute idea it's a
0: darn cute idea yeah. wow. that would
1: have been so cool really
0: maybe one idea. day
2: i'll ask you to prom again <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, you want to go to prom again so go
2: to prom? <laughs> that'd
0: be lovely yeah no, but um, I thought you were going to tell the story of our first date. Did
2: oh, you, yeah.
0: Did you know that our first date was at the Stanford Theater, Clara?
1: I think you mentioned it right when you started talking about it here, but it was very brief. So I haven't heard this story. Tell me the story.
0: We're still not talking about the movie, so I'm sorry.
1: It's fine. Um, but
0: <laughs> but uh, so we went to go see a Hitchcock movie from the thirties called Lady Vanishes. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, we're sitting, I found the spot, like a top row, like very, very top row. We're sort of like, we're teenagers. We're like, we're cool. We'll sit in the back. And so, and so like Paige and I went as friends and then all of a sudden she like puts her head on my shoulder, (sighs) but I'm sort of like either she likes me or I'm like super, super, super friend zoned <laughs> where she like feels comfortable putting her head on my shoulder and being like, right. this is fine. <laughs> so I was this like, I was like way overthinking like, oh my <gasps> God, like what does this mean and everything? Anyway, but uh, long story short, I figured it out and then I asked her out and after I asked her out, she was like, finally. I was like oh, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and then uh but now i have the the ticket stub uh from from
2: that <gasps> well,
0: date which page yeah do i kept
2: i kept my ticket stub and then i i didn't realize until like a couple months later i'd put it in the back of my phone case and so at it and then we um we ended up having it framed a while ago because it's I was weird. just hanging on to it for so long in the back of my phone case. We we're like, like, we have to make sure this
0: this yeah. stays.
1: This yeah. is so cute. I'm I'm here for this wholesome content. This is, yeah. it's so good.
0: <laughs> but this takes me back to singing in the rain, <laughs> mm. which is about um sort of escapism, and it's about mm-hmm. like and sort of getting away from your, your reality for a while.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they kind of make fun of all the, what'd you call it? Presby Berkeley. What's what,
0: what the Yeah. Yeah. So, so Presby Berkeley was Presby-Berkeley. the guy that made these sort of numbers that, you know, where like camera goes between a bunch of women's legs and it's mm-hmm. like, everyone's That's throwing exactly. their legs up in the air. Beautiful girls.
2: Like, <laughs> people, people like, in a circle around another person in the center and then right that up, kind of, of like
0: aerial shots exactly so that's all Mm-mm. like that's Berkeley numbers but they kind of the costumes in general are awesome yeah and just like all the stuff they're showing in the costume yeah it's just I know. it's fun I
2: realized how much like fashion now like women's fashion now is mimicking uh you know, all of the outfits that Gene Kelly was wearing. You know? No, literally. Like, cool um like blazers yeah, you know, like, and the, like the the like off-white coat he was wearing. The band. I'm like, I want that. Oh, it It's like, so cool. <laughs> can I have Gene Kelly's outfits?
1: <laughs> Truly. Claire? Um, so I, I don't watch a lot of older movies, so I don't have as much of like the actual twenties as like context, but the movie that I thought about while I was watching this and I didn't really like that movie was the artist. And I was curious if you've yeah. seen that and what you think of that movie.
0: I haven't seen the artist in a while, but it's I my mean, okay. thing of like silent film transitioning to sound.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't, I think my, my thing with the artist is I really like the way they incorporate sound into that and like how like they save it. Mm-hmm. But, and I, the thing that kept me from it a bit was I didn't love that it was in black and white, which is interesting. Cause like, there are certain films that I really like in black and white and I get why it's in black and white because it's from the twenties and whatnot. But what I like about singing in the rain is that it's like, it has such a vibrancy to it that you're just not getting in the artists. And I think that's what I find more appealing about like a depiction of the twenties from the fifties than in the t- 2010s is that like singing in the rain makes that time period feel a lot more accessible in a way and like more relatable. And that like, even though it's like showing something that's like literally a hundred years from now, like from where we're at right now, like it feels more, like, something that, like, you can relate to in a way or, like, oh, yeah, like, it's a little bit different, but these are the people that, like, I can see myself, like, incorporating into my life and blah, 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 but, like, I just have a hard time doing it with, like, more black and white films, and so I really like what Singing in the Rain is doing in that regard. I don't yeah. know if that made any sense.
2: No, I, I, I get what you <laughs> completely. Um, it reminds me of... um i forget his name the director who did the the newest great gatsby oh baz lerman hmm. he does a lot of um really upbeat you know like renditions of yes yeah, we, we did we watched me you
0: did not like
2: so so no but but like it's very vibrant and like the great Gatsby. Mm-hmm. the uh, his version of the great Gatsby is super vibrant and exciting and colorful. And like, you could
0: definitely see him being influenced by yeah. like these kinds of yeah, these kinds MGM of, musicals. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Where it's like the complete opposite of, I mean, I haven't seen the artist, but, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it, it depicts like the twenties as very exciting. And
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think, I think this movie, this movie sort of serves as a stand-in on a lot of like AFI lists on like a lot of like, best movies of all time lists for Mm -hmm. the kind of like vibrant mgm musicals of the 50s like there were a lot Mm -hmm. of these and some of them worked i mean there's some Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of other gene kelly Mm -hmm. ones that really worked and some of them you watch now and you're kind of like wow that was a lot and i didn't really like it Mm -hmm. and so like i but i feel like this movie like i mean honestly like i I i think it's i think it might be the most complete like like End to end, I mean I I was watching this and I was like, I was surprised how fast the runtime went. I was like, yeah. okay, we are like, I thought that was 45 minutes and it was an hour 40. And it was like mm-hmm. I, I think it represents this this thing that was sort of an era of escapist musicals, I guess is what I'm getting. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you want to hear my beef with the
0: movie? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, honestly, Clara, I, I like I like vaguely threatened you. I'm like, I hope you like this movie.
1: But no, I, literally. I,
0: I don't mind if you don't like this movie. It's okay. We're, no, no, we're, no.
1: We're I... I will definitely be giving this a five out of five on Letterboxd.
0: (laughs) Just so I don't murder you.
1: Yeah, please don't murder me. Uh, Listen. uh, I I got you. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. I waited until we got really into how much of this is great so that I could, Mm -hmm. we have a lot of cushion. Okay. So. No, it's fine.
0: It's okay. It's okay. I can. I can.
1: Let me just Okay. Let me just
0: glass my glass of wine, and
1: then yeah, yeah. maybe just chug that really quick. Um, <laughs> uh so I'm gonna like reference a video essay I saw I saw on YouTube recently because it's what like really got me thinking about this. But it's by an account called spear on YouTube, and it's a video called "How Hollywood Demonizes Ultra Femininity," and. I think this is actually a really good example of that. And I kind of like alluded, I mean, it may, what got me thinking about it is there's a scene where like the villain of the story, Lena, is in the office, like threatening to sue. you. Um, <laughs> <threatening> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Um, she's starting to sue if uh, Kathy gets like her shining moment and she's dressed in like head to toe, like pink. And she looks very like, beautiful but like also very feminine fem, feminine in that way and i texted you and i was like oh she reminds me of Sharpe evans from high school like, so. I was
0: like that's <laughs> spot on, awesome.
1: no like honestly and so and that is a character that the, the video i talked about references in that like we see this woman who does have talent get kind of like turned into like an almost like joke of a villain in a way where like you kind of like are laughing at lena throughout this entire movie because of her voice, which is like something arguably she can't like totally change. And like, she is like, she does a lot of actions that are obviously like not good. And like, she lashes out in ways that are like a big bummer, but I do see part of it being because like, she is not given a chance really at all. And that makes me sad. And she arguably is in this like really high pressure environment where like everything is changing around her and she's definitely getting left behind. And like, this is all she's known. And then there's all this weird outside pressure of like, you're supposed to be with this man that you're in the movies with all the time. And like, I see it very much as like her reality is just getting warped all the time by like outside forces. So I love Lena, uh, (laughs) which is a hot take. And it makes me sad that, the victory of this film in a little bit of a way is the fact that like her career ends, which is like, no, no. I, okay. <laughs>
0: you know what? I'm, I, I'm going see, to agree with mean. you. <gasps> yes. Like, I win. win. So, so it's your birthday too. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to agree with you a little bit here. I, I think, I think that this movie is like really hard on <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> but
0: yeah. honestly, I mean, like yeah it, it it does it does sort of you know pin the old stereotype but there's only one female star of the movie and everything and
1: mm-hmm. and like you
0: kind of need to make room for Debbie Reynolds mm-hmm. um, so i mean like i think the actress does a great job at being sort of like a cartoonish evil person like i think yes. she does a great job at that and, and i think she was only acting nomination at the Oscars for this, which is
1: yeah awesome.
0: um but yeah I mean you're kind of like okay like <laughs> we're destroying Lena Lamont's career because her voice sucks basically <laughs> like it's kind of the well, reason we're destroying I mean she her.
2: also like tried to ruin Debbie Reynolds' character's yeah, career she multiple ex- times. it's was like oh I got her fired and okay given she did throw cake in her face and like she mm-hmm. didn't understand why. But So (laughs) I, but at the same time, like tried to destroy her career several times over,
1: Mm -hmm. yeah, or limit it in some way. Yes,
2: make her go through the pain that she went through, pretty much, which is you know that very still happens. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: yeah. This is true. Yes, she. Yeah, she has her flaws for sure. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but i I think I think where you're going with this is she has something where she like she should be a star.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She should be a star in some capacity. She's got she's got clear appeal, and like Gene yeah. Hagen slays this part. First of all, i I'm, yeah.
1: I'm,
0: I want to. I, I want to briefly bring up that when Gene Hagen is talking, like that's that's her. Like fake Lena Lamont voice But then when Debbie Reynolds is dubbing over Lena Lamont's speaking Parts That's actually Lena That, that That's actually Gene Hagen speaking
1: <gasps>
0: Is then yeah. Speaking elegantly pretending To be Debbie Reynolds pretending to be her
1: Oh my god
0: she Does both parts in that which is crazy to me Because she has this like <laughs> nice Deep voice like that's like Yeah. It's totally it like, is <laughs> She's pretending to be Debbie Reynolds, pretend, pretending to be someone dubbing herself over. But she's essentially just doing her own talking in that. Isn't that awesome?
1: Yeah. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: see, yeah. I knew I was rooting for the right person.
0: Anything else you'd like to add to this, Claire?
1: Um, It kind of adds on to this. This is my other beef. And this is complicated because I love Kathy and I love Debbie Reynolds as like an actress. And I love the character as a whole. But... What? Kathy definitely embodies like a really early version of the like trope of I'm not like other girls. It comes in like the way she dresses and in the way she acts around Dawn at first, like despite the fact like they do fall in love and you are so happy they fall in love and it's this beautiful romance. Like in the beginning, like he drops into her car. She's immediately off put by this, tries to get him arrested. And then as she does end up driving him, she acts like she doesn't know who he is like she kind of like puts down like what he's doing a little bit like ego checks him in this way that is setting her apart so distinctly from all the other women around him because we see again and again like his fans literally tear his clothes off of him basically and we see lena like constantly like hanging on him and like searching him out and when he walks into a party every woman turns and like rushes over to say hi to him and like Kathy doesn't do those things and so like I love the fact that like she's so fun and like she's very talented and like we get to see a victory in her but then at the same time it does feel like a lot of her character is built around her like relationship with Dawn in that like we're not getting a ton of insight into how she is beyond the fact that like she loves Dawn essentially.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. We don't really know. We don't even really know her goals besides wanting to be an actress of some yeah. kind. Yeah. Like, like yeah, we, we don't, I don't know. I feel like we just don't really know where she even wanted to necessarily go with her acting career. And, and it, mm-hmm. it just gets confusing when she's like towards the end. I don't mm.
1: know. What were
2: your <laughs> thoughts on
0: like Gene Kelly in general? um this is like your your first time seeing him as like a sort of star and he he did he does a lot of like you know stuff where he's like you know the star of the star of the film Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. um well you i made you upset at the beginning because i texted you and i said i really hope he fails like i don't (laughs) like this character
0: um i was well like I mean, you're not really supposed to love him here, but you're not supposed
1: to. Love him. <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, "Oh, I hope everything goes so wrong for him. I hope Lena thrives." Um, I was, I was rooting for her from the beginning. Um, <laughs> but Gene Kelly, as like a performer in this, I think is really, really captivating in a way that, like, truthfully for me personally, like, I don't. This is gonna sound like very like masandronist misan- of me but like I just don't care about male characters a lot of the time like I'm just kind of like you're here and you're moving the story along but where are the women that's kind of just my constant thought
2: <laughs>
1: so I I do feel that a little bit in this where I'm just like when it's just him on screen like he's doing great but I'm like where's where is Kathy and Lena where are they I want them back and I'm just like I'm like really excited for them to come back on screen Uh, (laughs) but I feel it less than I normally would because I really I don't know the right way to describe it but like Gene Kelly is just like so like hypnotizing in this and like the way he's performing and like Doing all of these different like dance moves and singing and like acting and like it all comes together into a really, really well-rounded performance that like I don't think many, especially me- male actors can do. And so like that was like really, really exciting to see because like I you get it a little bit in. um the young girls of rochefort but like not yeah. not as much for sure because like he's not the leading star in that obviously and so yeah i i did like seeing more of him here
2: yeah i it, with the young girls i feel like um kind of like the the opposite experience what you had with this movie mm. were like when i when he is on screen, I'm like, oh, bring him back. I like, want <laughs> more of this. Because so, you do get like a little bit of it. And then you see him mm-hmm. interacting with um Delphine or whatever her name was. Wait, no, yes. <laughs> it was uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Solange. 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 Very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Very
0: nice,
2: um, I'm like, bring him back. <laughs> They're wonderful together. Okay, so. But
0: yeah, no, Jean, Jean Kelly is like absolutely captivating. And it's all, brings us back to I guess the singing in the rain number which is the one where he's on his own mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, what were your like first impressions of that number because that's 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 the that's the fucking number you know <laughs> that is the fucking number
1: I, I liked it I it's one of those things where it's like I'm more than familiar with the song yeah and so it's interesting seeing it like in its original context finally after like pop culture reference after pop culture reference after reference again and again and again like i feel like just about any relevant like sitcom or tv show tries to do some kind of spin on it in some way so so it's really interesting seeing it in person um he's so much fun in it and like i love like the rain they have going it's not just like a drizzle it's like Dumping, 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 dumping in a way that like arguably no one would be outside if it was raining like that. Like you yeah, would stay sure. indoors, especially in the in LA. Like you, it doesn't rain in LA. Like <laughs>
2: why? <laughs> also, when he filmed that scene, he had a fever of 105. <gasps> what? Yeah,
0: yeah. Isn't
2: that crazy? So you
0: think you can't have a cocktail tonight, Clara? Try <laughs> yeah, to in the dancing. rain number.
1: Oh my god, I'm such a wimp.
0: Such a way. <laughs> oh yeah it's true it's true he had a fever 105 um and he still managed to dance all because he's just he's just a freaking professional i mean he just yeah. he manages to just you know i mean like like you said make everything look effortless because he's rehearsed it to a t where he mm-hmm. can put a smile on his face and make it look like he's just tossing up a dance number when he's been working on it for like six months yeah um yeah, no, he, he's yeah, yeah, he's absolutely incredible in this. And and, mm-hmm. and and then the other thing I know about this movie this that scene is that they ended up having to put milk in the water to make it Ew. so you could see the water a little more because like you could see the splashing a little more when they sort of put something that was more <laughs> opaque in the water.
2: Oh my god. I'm calling Peter. Always of um the glee um song where they they crossed umbrella by rihanna oh Gwyneth paltrow that was that was such a good like rendition mashup mashup yeah that was wow
0: have you seen that
1: claire i proudly have not seen like a single episode of glee i i almost watched glee this is such a random anecdote i almost watched glee and it was back when like Netflix streaming like online wasn't quite a thing yet like you could like you could do some
0: things I remember
1: yeah it. and so and it was right after I moved up here to Washington and we lived in fall city which is this really really small town and it was out like it was like 20 minutes from where I went to high school and so like we lived like literally on like the farm that my mom grew up on and very small town but they had a library and so like I would just walk to the library all the time and like rent movies like a shit ton of movies and just sit in this little farmhouse in the middle of nowhere and watch movies all day um and sometimes they had tv shows and so i rented the first season of glee but i also rented the first season of oh god i don't remember something oh no idea pushing daisies which is a great show oh my god
0: good things about that actually it was like only lasted like a season or two
1: it didn't last long but it was so fucking good Highly recommend Pushing Daisies. Um, but so I watched that instead, and then they were both due, and I couldn't renew Glee because someone else was trying to get it. So I had to take it back, and it turned out when I checked it out, it was missing all the discs. Like someone had stolen the discs, and I just didn't check. And so when I returned it, they said I stole the discs. And that made me really mad. And then... <laughs> um, <laughs> Did
0: you check it out on the show?
1: I never watched the show because of that situation, because I Man. I am a communist. I would never steal from the library. And so I was really <laughs> upset about this accusation. And I took it out on Glee because oh. I couldn't be mad at the library. And so <laughs> I, I haven't watched Glee. That's so funny. That is, <laughs> really
0: sad, actually, you know, you strike me, despite hating musicals, you do strike me as someone who would have watched Glee in high school, which is odd.
1: I resent that to the millionth degree. I love Uh,
0: it. I love (laughs) that he resent that.
1: How dare you? I watched American Horror Story in high school. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, another Ryan
0: Murphy production. It's That's,
1: oh shit. Okay. That didn't help my cause at all. No, it
0: didn't at all. At <laughs> all. How dare you? I watched the other thing that Ryan Murphy did in 2013.
1: <laughs> That's so embarrassing.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So, okay.
0: So the other male star of this um because donald we don't O'Connor. talk about the men enough clara um <laughs> the, other, the other male star of this is donald o'connor what, what do you think of what do you think of the um the make them laugh number because that's just i mean that's that's his big big moment
1: yeah i really liked it i was texting you because it was driving me insane because i was like i swear i've seen this before and you're like it's popular you've probably seen it somewhere and i was like i know that's what's bothering me and it's <laughs> a perfect
0: impression of me
1: Thank you. It's good. Um,
0: (laughs) I sound just like Michelle Gondry and
1: everyone else. Every impression I've done ever. (laughs) (laughs) My greatest personality trait is that I can't do impressions. So I just do the same boy. Yeah. yeah, So that distracted me a little bit. It turned out I was thinking of family guy, which I don't like that I'm thinking of family guy, but we'll move past that to say that i loved that number and like donald o'connor is like in a good majority of this film like he's always kind of on screen but i wish we honestly got more of him like Mm. doing like he's there so much as just a support that like i feel like we're not getting a ton of room to see him like really like stand out as a performer and like he can perform because we see it in his number like he's insane and he's doing flips and shit like that was crazy and we just like don't really get much like we get him but like not quite as much outside of that beyond like comedic relief like randomly scattered in
0: totally
2: right yeah yeah i'd agree with you um yeah i wish we got more of his of his character development Mm -hmm.
0: he um he he smoked four packs a day and so <gasps>
2: he,
0: he was, like literally like in, in a hospital in, in the hospital for a week after he shot that that number because he like like everything that it took him to like keep falling on the floor apparently they were planning on shooting it in a day and then the camera lens was all fogged up so they had to shoot it the next day <gasps> the we're already all bruised up because he kept falling on a concrete floor i mean there's some carpeting, there's like a single carpet over concrete, but if you've ever like felt a carpet on concrete, it doesn't do much. It's not know?
1: good. It's
0: not good. Um, so, so yeah, so, so he was all bruised up and like dying, but I mean, honestly worth it. I mean, look at, look at, look at what he, look at what, I mean, look, I'm speaking for him, but <laughs> it. Like that's that's like the peak of his career, probably is like wow. that that crazy, crazy number that he does in this. Um he just slays it. I mean, I don't good. know.
1: He's so good. So okay, so is singing in the rain like your favorite song in the whole movie then? Because it is like the song, or do you like another musical number more?
0: It's a good question. Mm. Um in terms of song, I definitely think it's the best song okay i have to think of like the best musical number in the movie um i still yeah i st- honestly i still think like the scene where he's singing in the rain <laughs> brings me the most joy yeah of me any too. scene in the movie mm-hmm. like i think i just sent you a, a, a like a modicon of like colon capital d yep you know, like very big like smile i was just yes. literally beaming watching that shit I was, oh. it just brings me so much joy honestly it's a it's just a happy it's a, it's a happy happy time you know mm-hmm. what, what, what was your what what was both of your favorite numbers in this
1: i think honestly i don't know if this technically counts but i just i really really like the little like song and dance that's happening when um Kathy comes out of the cake at the party like right after she and Don met and she like I love it 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 just feels like so like old school Hollywood and like the way they like get a real close-up of her face when she comes out and you're like oh my god it's her and like Mm -hmm. Then you, like, see her, like, going from, like, scolding (laughs) Gene Kelly to, like, dancing and, like, kind of, like, passing stuff out and, like, doing her job and, like, the cohesion between the two is so interesting. And so, like, I don't know why, because, like, that's arguably, like, probably the most forgettable moment, like, song in the movie, just because, like, they're all so good. But, like, I really like that one. It was so fun.
2: Yeah, that was a good one.
0: No, I mean, like, it... Like, I think this whole 10 minutes alternate between like, is this a little too mean? And like,
1: mm-hmm. this
0: this is really cute. I mean, like, honestly, I feel like, I feel like the progression of their relationship is awesome the way it's, mm-hmm. like, it's like, I'm going to be a star. And then it's like, well, you do have to, like, like I like the way the movie sort of acknowledges like, you kind of have to like, take whatever gig you can get and right. get the chance to be a star. And like, like the, the, I I think the same thing is acknowledged in like Don Lockwood's er- early like scene where he's like dignity, always dignity. And like, he was mm-hmm. really just, like, it was sort of interesting the way the movie sort of acknowledges like, you just have to make it in any way that, that, that you can, it's mm-hmm. especially embodied mm-hmm. in those early scenes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Paige, what was your favorite scene?
2: Favorite scene?
0: Or favorite musical number?
2: Um, I think I'd also say singing in the rain. It's what? just iconic. And mm-hmm. the dance is just super cute. And sometimes when it's raining, I think of that, oh. that number. And I'm always like, ah, I don't know. It kind of makes rainy days a little happier. I, I, I really like that number. I love that so much.
0: <laughs> I was walking around in the rain today and I put it on my my airpods and i was just like i just wanted to like walk up to everyone i passed by and like shake their hand and be like, hey it's such a great day and i was Can't like an uh, umbrella COVID you're not and using yeah yeah <laughs> an umbrella but uh yeah no it's just it's it's a it's kind of just it is a lot like the young girls of rush four where it's just it's pure joy but it's in Mm. a way that's like done so perfectly that you don't mind it in that way i don't know if yes i'm not sure if you feel that same way but it's not it's not like it doesn't feel cheap somehow i suppose Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. no i totally agree Mm -hmm.
2: Mm. i wonder why i don't know i don't know why it doesn't feel cheap it is
1: i feel like for me part of it is like since we do kind of get the backstory of like where Dawn has come from and like where Cosmos come from in that, like they like <laughs> were definitely like down on their luck for a fat minute there. And like, they yeah. frame it obviously in a comedic way of like, Oh no, everything was fine. But like, the The scenes are are like oh no like this was not good for them for a while yeah and then all of a sudden they are like working for a studio and like they're doing very very well And like dawn is one of the most well-known actors of the time and then we get to see kathy like go from being a cake dancer at elite parties to becoming like an elite star herself it's like that's a very gratifying thing to see on screen of like in a way like they are underdogs in that sense and like you always want to root for the underdog to some extent so like getting to see them like evolve in an era where like so many stars like fell away because of like the transition to talkies it's like really really exciting and like joyful in that sense of like oh yeah like this isn't like necessarily like a depressing movie in any way even though like it could be viewed as like a scary time for a lot of these performers. It's like, this is just great because everyone is doing great and they keep doing great. And like, that's really fun to see.
2: Yeah,
0: that's a good point. Um, Mm -hmm. I've got a question for you, Clara. Do you you actually do like musicals?
1: (laughs) I like very specific musicals. I think that's the best way to put this. And I honestly think part of it is it's like i feel like part of it is it's tied to this see we're gonna get emotional already uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) i feel like a lot of the time the musicals i like the most are tied to my dad in some way like Mm -hmm. my dad loved like the sound of music and grease and so like i will go to bat for those movies till the day i die like i'm obsessed with those like i really got a music pod
0: oh my god
1: Oh, that'd be so fun.
0: Oh, it'd be so fun. We have to do, we, you you know, we, have to, we do probably that. have to take a break from musicals. But we, we, we'll
1: take a break, but we'll come back to we it.
0: We need to do a sound of music one. Yeah.
1: yeah. I would love that. Um, but so I like, we like those movies were like always on in my house. Like my dad loved those movies and like he would play the music all the time. And like I, we didn't watch Singing in the Rain, which I'm honestly really surprised about because I know he liked it because he would sing Singing in the Rain all the time. Like, all the time and especially when it very whenever the rare occurrence of it raining in california occurred that was like
2: yeah like he would
1: just sing it all day and it would be like ah shut up like please stop like (laughs) we've heard it 20 times today but like it was still fun in that way and so like i feel like that's a big part of it of like the musicals i end up liking a lot of the time have like some like attachment to my dad in that sense of like oh like i know he really liked this or like i assume he really liked this musical And so I think that's also why a a part of why I like like the young girls more than I thought I would is that like it feels very similar to singing in the rain and grease in a way of like the vibrant colors and like it's always like a good time during that movie. Um, and so like I've no idea, like I don't I I don't know. Like, I don't know if he watched foreign film at all. But like I would assume that if he did, it would be that would be another one that he would really like. And so it's fun like watching stuff like that and being like, I bet my dad would like this. Like, this is fun. So kind of I like
2: musicals.
0: No, no, I definitely I definitely see your point about like, I mean, I mean it kind of goes back to what I was saying about like the escapist stuff where like I Mm -hmm. think I think Greece and and the young girls are rushed forward and singing the rain almost more than sound of music because sound of music does sort of the Nazi stuff. Yeah. But but, like those three, especially just sort of embody the sort of escapist joy that sort of musicals can offer. And yeah, yeah, I just, I just think this, this movie sort of the epitome of that in so many ways.
1: I agree. I liked it a lot. I really, I really was like genuinely kind of like sitting through it all. Like, in a way, like, waiting for the moment where I'm like, oh, I don't like this. And it just, like, never came. It never came. And I'm really glad it didn't come. It melts like, in your
0: it. bitter heart. I love it. I love it. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about about Singing in the Rain? Well, I mean, you used to go with your dad to see this movie, right? Shout out Dan Hanson.
2: <laughs> a lot of the... It's funny because I was telling Ethan this. Like, a lot of the... Like, when I'd watch it with my dad, a lot of the thing... A lot of the, like... Um, the facts that he'd say. Now Ethan tells me, I'm like, <laughs> I know, He's like I know. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yep. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> yep. and then I'm like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> Which is Aww. cool.
0: Because, like honestly, like, there's a lot of ways. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're...
2: <laughs>
0: oh, we can just list off uh, seeing the rain facts when we see each other. Next. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's so funny, and it reminds me of the meme where it's like men can't not bring up that's like that fact about lord of the rings where like the guy kicks a helmet and he like actually broke his foot and like guys will always be like did you know he actually broke his foot and he's screaming (laughs) because he broke his foot like that's what this sounds like to me yeah that's (laughs) in the the best way
0: i was telling jason recently because he came over and we were like playing music and shit Mm -hmm. and like i've never felt so called out by that meme in, until I saw that meme where um, Where they're like there's always that guy At the party that like always plays Wonderwall I was like oh fuck
1: Oh no you're <laughs> like, a Wonderwall they,
0: Like they got me you know
1: <laughs> like, I was they like oh shit me. you know
0: Play Wonderwall I was like ah oh, yeah Oh
1: my god you know, I can't
0: do that anymore yeah.
1: No you really can't Fuck you that's meme That's so funny Oh it's really funny. <laughs> well, that's great i'm trying to think uh i will say one of the things that i was most excited about when we landed on doing this movie for the episode was that i would learn a lot of fun facts about an era film that i don't know anything about so i was really excited i was like "Ah, ethan's gonna tell me so much stuff i just did not know and it's gonna be so epic
0: (laughs) i i I feel like i'm lacking on the fun facts
1: no i feel like you gave me so many fun facts
0: yeah
2: quite a bit yeah
0: yeah yeah Yeah, there's a lot of fun facts with this (laughs) um (laughs) honestly like the transition the transition from from silent movies to sound was very interesting because no no (laughs) no but like 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 i feel like for me i almost wish silent movies continued almost another like four or five years because some of that, some of those late silent movies, they were getting so innovative with mm. and stuff. And then when, when they moved into talkies, you can sort of see this, see it in this movie where they're like, okay, where do we place the microphone and such that we can hear the people. And then they didn't get as far right. the score of the movie and everything else. It was just sort of like, okay, I guess we'll like find a way for the person to say what they need to say. And so like silent movies were getting really interesting but at the same time, when you get into like, um, sort of talkies, about five years in, um, prior to the Hays Code shutting things down, so that was called like the pre-code period between 1927 and 1930, mid 1934, where the Hays Code wasn't mm-hmm. sort of enforcing exactly what could and couldn't be shown on screen. So you get, to, to, like, you get a lot of interesting like gangster pictures that like end with like the villain succeeding which like you couldn't show in later movies or you get like sexual innuendos or like some girl that's like you know I, like not nude but sort of like covering yourself up in a way that you can sort of see a lot of things like there's a lot of sort of like scandalous stuff that's shown during that time and and it's a it it is an interesting era that you wish you sort of got more of because it took you until sort of like the 70s and until you sort of returned to those themes that you got from the early early 30s I guess at least from US films
2: yeah yeah I always think about was hmm. from that yeah the gold diggers of
0: 1932
2: 1933 that's a 1933? great movie yeah but like that oh. um, at the Stanford theater again. <laughs> And the Stanford Theater, these <laughs> amazing posters, which I really want. And I'll never be able to have because they're probably so expensive. Super but,
0: expensive.
2: But they're amazing. They're these huge, tall, like skinny rectangular posters of the gold diggers of 1933. Uh-huh. And two of them, and they're like she matching.
0: Goes, I'm one of the gold I'm diggers one of, of gold 1933. And she's
2: like, Holding she's like, like a dress or like a like a thing, that's like I'm, she's making and, and it's just like a pair perfectly covering her. But then it's long and tall, so it accentuates like I don't know, totally everything. It's amazing. So it's amazing. And it's amazing. Like red, but also black and white, and
0: super super so fun. Cool. I love those posters. Yeah, I want. I want
2: that.
0: <laughs> 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 I'm one of the gold diggers of
2: 1933. Are you? Yeah, I am. Whoa
0: yeah did wow. you know that
1: Crazy. you look great for what is that 90 something
0: very old yeah. uh, that was long take.
1: That was such a bad joke on my part <laughs> i didn't like <laughs> that joke. <laughs> i
0: love it i love it <laughs> wait, wait, where was your where was your note i need to find your note in the box that was like
1: so, oh I hope you don't I hope you like it, but you may not like it. And My panicked note.
0: The note that you ran out of the characters. Happy birthday, four exclamation points. I love the four. The four is essential. <laughs> yes. I hope this game is fun, but even if it's not the best, I thought you'd get a kick out of it. So grateful for you and your F.
2: <laughs> oh, it cut off? Yeah.
0: So grateful for <gasps> you.
1: This <laughs> is <laughs> so, it told me it fit. Your you and your friendship. Oh uh, that I'm, F could have been anything. <laughs> for
0: you and your friendship.
1: Uh, <laughs> You're
0: such a lovely person. This is so amazing. I'm am so excited.
1: Ah, yeah, uh, I'm excited. I hopefully, hopefully, it's a good game. I don't know. We haven't opened it and played I mean, it yet. Honestly, i i also just
0: look through the cards and laugh to myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah.
2: One of these days we'll all play together. Yeah, was yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: I'll have to like actually watch more. I haven't watched enough SNL. I don't think to fully play this game properly. So I will do my research. That'll <laughs> be fun. <fine.
2: laughs> Yay! It's gonna get the answers to everything. Like, yes. I'm always be going up and like, oh, was that, that scar. Great. Yeah. The rest of us are like, okay. <laughs> the game, It's gonna
0: be the game where Ethan wins all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Any 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 final thoughts on this movie?
2: Mm,
1: I I honestly was really, really surprised to read how um like little award recognition the film got like when it first came out. Like it I think the first line in the Wikipedia page is like, I just didn't do that great in the box office. And I was like, what? <laughs> okay. Um and so I think this is a really good example of a movie finding new life, like in the streaming era now, like mm-hmm. uh, it's that complicated thing of like how Paige said earlier, where like, this isn't a movie that was intended to be viewed like on a laptop or like even like a television set, arguably like it is one of those movies that like you watch and you're like, man, this, I wish I was watching this in a theater, but it's like the one benefit of having streaming now is that like these movies that are great, like really, really good like don't get lost to the times and I feel like that almost speaks to like what this movie is about to begin with of like transitioning into the new era and so it's cool seeing like the fact that this movie can still be watched and like it's very highly rated on letterbox like I think it's up there as like one of the more popular films and so like it's really exciting to see that and so I'm really glad to have finally checked it off my list
2: (laughs) yeah I agree it's epic it's a (laughs) it's always a good time it always leaves me in a good mood and um yeah extremely memorable Mm -hmm. like I said every time it rains and I start singing it I just get really happy yeah yeah it's yay it's just one of those um a lot of good memories associated with this movie from Mm -hmm. myself like the theater and watching it with my dad watching it with you and you know so it's just um yeah it's it's definitely one of my happy place movies
1: yes
0: same same Mm -hmm. there's like there's certain movies that I sort of return to if I'm like if I'm like I'm in a bad mood and I just need need this you know like this this and Little Miss Sunshine Mm. Breakfast at Tiffany's Harold and Maude there's just certain movies that I'm like I can return to this and this will put me in a better state and yeah. this is definitely in
2: it like centers you it
0: centers me mm. that's a good that's a really good way to say it it centers it centers me in in some ways yeah
2: mm-hmm. oh, i yeah. love that it
0: makes me happy yay me happy to watch it with uh two amazing people and i'm so thankful to <laughs> be present with both of you and be Aww. involved in Aww. your lives and have you involved in my life. It's a, it's so it certainly like brings me a lot of joy. So you, you are both like a uh, comfort movie for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. I don't like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Yay.
2: Oh, what a birthday episode.
1: Aww.
2: Well, happy birthday, Ethan! Yeah. Thank
0: you. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, my birthday is coming. So, uh, yes. so, <laughs> so, um, like, Paige, you you're the guest. Do you want to do a quote? Have you, have you given any thought?
2: Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you, you and In the morning.
0: In, in the, the morning. morning. It's great to stay <laughs> up late.
2: In the morning.
0: In the morning, in the
2: morning
0: with you. This is the part where I wish I could tap dance. Wish I could dance. I don't know how to tap dance.
2: I know I'm going to like one day when I have kids in the future, I'm going to like they'll maybe maybe they'll like it when they're like toddlers but like mm. wake them up singing good morning and <gasps> when they get a, just a little older they just hate it you know You know who used to I, do that? I can't wait for that
0: you know who used to do that
2: who mimi well <laughs> that's really cute yeah my
0: grandma used to do that uh-huh.
1: my mom did that too she had a little song and she would sing it literally every what morning <laughs> uh it was um I don't even know where this comes from. Like, I've never heard it anywhere else, but from her. (laughs) Uh, She would go like, oh, shoot. Okay. She'd go like, good morning to you. Do, do, do in the sunshine to you. Do, do, do in the sunshine. Good morning. Good morning to you. Do, do, do. <laughs> <That's good. laughs>
0: did she do the do to do is the do yeah. in for the for like an instrument,
1: oh no, 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 like she would walk in, <laughs> and the second she's in your room, she would start singing that, and then <gasps> the do to do is like right when she would kind of like hit your shoulder a little bit and be like, Are you awake yet
0: to <laughs> do <Do-doo-doo>. I told to <laughs> do. <told> <laughs>
1: When Aww, when do I get to meet
0: cute. your mom? I'm so
1: excited. Oh, my God. I don't know. Maybe one day. She doesn't really under. I don't think she really understands what a podcast is. I think she's a little.
0: <laughs> You're like, Mom, I'm on a podcast. She,
1: no, literally, I was like, okay. I, I was about to shut my door to start recording. And she was in the hallway ironing because she's um, working tomorrow. So she had to iron her uniform. And she, I was like, OK, well, bye. And she's like, bye. And I was like, well, I'm going to start recording. So. Bye. And I like <laughs> shut the door and she's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't really care
0: what's right. happening.
1: Exactly. Cool. So maybe one day.
2: <laughs> we'll like, do a mom's We'll
1: do a mom's episode for Mother's Day. Yeah. That would be so fun. That would be fun. Dude. That would be cute. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh. Well, Aww. it's great to have you both on. This was super fun.
1: So much fun. Solid okay. times.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Cineflag and I will see you next week.